0: Today on The Breakdown, some days you're playing for a lot of money. Some days you're playing for someone's car, maybe their spouse. Some days you're playing for real stakes, though. That's right, the most dangerous game of all, human life. (laughs) But this time we're not going to talk about a hand like that, but we are going to talk about outrageous, outrageous stakes, a $250,000 buy-in event Even though there's only five players left and they're all in the money, they've all won over a million dollars. There's still over four million dollars to be won. That's right. First place is over five and a quarter million dollars. And we have one of the best players in the world, Makita Badzikowski, featured in this hand. Other great players are still at the table too. Jason Kuhn, Sam Greenwood. That's pretty much it. (laughs) But still, that's impressive, right? This is a... Whack hand with some whack spots. We're really excited to talk about it right now on the breakdown. With Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, first time no Will the podcast and YouTube Illuminati Finally, let us talk about hands where human life is at stake. <laughs>
0: I agree. I
1: mean, I understand that it's not palatable, but guess what? It's the real fucking world. Deal with it.
0: I mean, you know, it, it does it change your decision? I mean, ICM really takes on a different. It's a
1: big. It's a big deal. The ICM.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like you know, all right, uh, you know. If I call it, I'm wrong. I lose my hand. Yeah. <laughs> if I call it, I'm right, though. I get to kill that guy, <laughs> <laughs> which I really want to do. It does sound pretty awesome. Yeah. I want to play in that game. I mean. No, you don't. I do, but I don't. So you
1: know? basically rounders, bro?
0: Basically. It's, it's basically the 2040 game I play in every week, bro. Oh. Uh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're so fucking cool yeah it's just true <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's an objective truth
0: yeah um makita badzkowski you know he's famous ish i mean if he walked in the room no one would recognize no. that guy but i would know who he was i'd be like i know who that is right is that who i would, is that
1: i would honestly argue that makita Badzikowski is less poker famous than the average person would be with his hendon mob
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, his mob is outrageous. So I, I certainly agree. He's 13th all time on the money list. I, I'm sure if we go to the money list, which I'm going to do as we speak. Amazing. We look at the names right around Makita's. Well, here are the people. Daniel Coleman and Phil Ivey are right ahead of him. They are more famous. Right behind him are Kerry Katz. Antonio Svandiari. I'm just going to do another one. Ike Haxson. Those are the next three. Hey, I'll do one, two more. Jake Schindler and John Juwanda. I
1: Schindler is probably about the
0: same as Bazikowski. Yeah, okay. but everybody else is more famous. Even Kerry Katz, he of his Man, predatory maybe student just, loans. Maybe
1: just because his, his name is on so many people's checks that ruin their lives.
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe. Yeah. But whatever the reason, don't matter to me. By the way, the top 10 is almost all like big names, not surprisingly. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. If we go to the top, we look at the top 20, which fills out, by the way, with Christoph Vogelsang and Timothy Adams as 19 and 20. Phil Hellman Jr., by the way, 21. Uh, is that Phil Hellman's son? <laughs> that, i'm pretty sure it is yeah phil helmuth is way down on the list oh yeah, like yeah. phil helmuth jr 21 he yeah, won one big event he one, doesn't one big. he doesn't
1: open limp like his dad <laughs> with the he does head.
0: he just doesn't fold as much yeah. but um yeah it's possible makita badzikowski is the least famous person on this list he may not be but he's in the running to be for top 20 you mean yeah for top 21 even i what mean do, actually we can go further right? what as about that guy
1: games. who won like the biggest prize ever is he ahead of B- badzikowski the guy who i don't even know his name
0: He's I mean, tr- the he's guy who won the biggest prize ever is Bryn Kenny.
1: Oh, the guy who won the biggest prize ever before Bryn Kenny won the biggest prize ever. It was it was when they did the Triton Super High Roll. It was like an eighteen million dollar first prize or something like that, maybe seventeen million. Hmm. We did a video about it called "This guy won the fir- biggest prize ever because he made like a bad play in a cash game." Oh, Aaron Zhang. Yeah, that Aaron thing. Zhang.
0: He's actually thirty fourth, so oh, okay. he really that's that's really it for him. Okay, it seems. Assuming that's the same guy, but it kind of has to be. No one else has won that much money. Yeah, who, Paul Fua, by the way. 29th on the all time list with $19.3 million won, but that's just a result of what's, playing a lot of big what's buy-ins. What's his
1: minimum buy in? I guess he's probably played the World Series main event, but that's really that's, that's slumming it for him, I would assume.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm looking over and all I see are, you know, HK million dollar, HK this, 100,000 euro, 25,000 euro events. For things that he's cashed in, the smallest buy in is literally, I think, a $25,000 event. He doesn't play these other things, or if he does, he doesn't cash in them.
1: Well, he's got untold billions of dollars, so I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah, he's
0: doing fine. You know, the Triton Poker Tour is his Poker Tour. Oh, is it? Yeah. I did not know that. That's understandable. Well, it's, it's been quite successful, you know? Yeah, he's done very well. He's done very well. Uh, and the Triton, Triton Poker Tour is great. It like is. I wish there was more of it. Yeah. If anything. And the cash games, too. Yeah, it's, it's all good. very good. A lot of good material and a lot of uh, fun watching. Well, thank
1: you, Paul Fua. Okay.
0: That's you're funny. welcome. And I'd like to say you're welcome. Are Paul you Fula. a represent- representative of no, Paul? No, no. I'm th- I'm you're welcoming him.
1: Oh, cuz he would then thank us for mentioning him.
0: And just general for being the poker guys. Just thanks for what, everything you do for the society. I mean, you've given so much to. Po- if there was a poker hall of fame, there isn't. But if there was a poker hall of there fame, there is a poker hall of fame. There is not, and surely, surely the poker guys would be in it if uh, if there was. One. Okay, you're right. But there can't be. One, yeah, a, since a couple of guys
1: anyway. who hold a mirror up to society every week, <laughs> twice,
0: twice a week. Yeah. And that's not even talking about their Poker Time cash game video. It's not even talking about the Poker Time cash game (laughs) video Or their book, which is, of course, a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. We haven't talked about that for a while on the podcast. The book? Yeah. We never talk about the book. You guys should buy the book. The book is really good. How can he fold? That's what it's called. People love the book.
1: Look at the Amazon reviews. Those are not bots, as one review said they were. Those are not (laughs) bots. Those are all verified (laughs) reviews. All
0: actual reviews. Of course they are you think we're going to do the work to write up fake reviews or hire or pay someone to do it? We are not built and that And if way. you read the reviews, we would hate to do how that. could
1: a bot write with the review? The reviewers I mean, are all doing like inside jokes that are not helping us at honestly, all, by the way. But like guys, a
0: bot would never do that. You guys are killing us with these reviews. Yeah, they're like, like,
1: uh, English muffins and bagels. <laughs> shut
0: the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Write something that's like, just say the book is good. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's pass. a fucking joke to you people. I mean, uh, but
1: in honesty, thank you for writing no, reviews. If you've it. written reviews for the book, we, of do, course. we do enjoy it.
0: And mo- most of you have given us five stars there's at least one four star review which was like i was gonna give you five stars but then i saw you had too many so i decided to even it out a little bit no that was for the star. podcast oh was it yeah back well in the still day. you know what fuck that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's not how it works yeah but anyway uh, it is a great book how can he fold it's on amazon it's also on our website check it out buy it it's cheap it's a great poker experience
1: this is a great hand, by the way. This hand is shockingly good
0: considering. We've been
1: digging into the archives of suggestions. Yeah. This was suggested in 2018, and I'm honestly shocked that we didn't
0: do it yet. We obviously never watched it yeah. because if either one of us had seen it, we would have been like, well, obviously we have to do that hand. Right. It's like a clear yes. Right.
1: There's like a thing that happens later in the hand where I was like, well, maybe the bad thing will happen that makes it not that exciting, or else why yeah. wouldn't we have done it? But and the bad thing the, doesn't the happen. The best
0: things happen yeah. in that hand, if anything. It just like gets crazier and better, you know? And uh, yeah, this is a, a top notch suggestion from who anthony Wynn back in 2018
1: anthony Wynn. mad props anthony indeed thank you for the suggestion of course anthony suggested on you on twitter whoa I, there's two platforms they're interchangeable in my mind man <laughs> i just get lucky when i say the right one first that's cool he suggested on twitter and included a youtube link we are the poker guys on twitter we're pretty easy to find on there include a youtube link or a poker goal link or whatever type of hand description link you can find and timestamp it if it's in a video and we will maybe get to your hand.
0: There's a chance we'll get to your hand. Yeah. There's a real chance we'll get to your I hand. I mean, Anthony Wynn might have job. thought
1: we were never going to get to his hand because I don't think he suggested again since then, at least not not notably in my mind. <laughs> yeah. And And uh, guess what? We're getting to it now,
0: just about two and a half years later. <laughs> he's like, fuck those guys. But he's going to turn around when he sees this. You yeah. Know, he's, this been whole life, walk this- he's been
1: walking away real slowly, and he's finally going to look back and be like, they were beautiful all along. <laughs> <laughs> it was a test. It was a test.
0: And I failed.
1: No, he didn't quite exit stage he failed, left. Yet. But he, he was
0: still. He failed. It's a test of His faith reputation
1: has been diminished in our minds, but he did not fail.
0: Well, he just has a tougher hill to climb. That's your version of events, not mine. Yeah. My version of events is he's dead to me. He said to all poker guys, listeners, I will never accept another hand that he sends in. I don't care how good, even if it's as good as this one, which is, you know, phenomenal. Be top notch. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please do Anthony, by the way uh grant will accept it i will not is so It this depends good, on who sees is this it. good cop bad cop yeah i think it is it always works doesn't it yeah <laughs> on car- the tv carrot and stick yeah i'm like uh i'm gonna beat this guy up i gotta beat this guy up right now i'm a uh, detective carrot and your detective stick yeah and you, after i say that what do you say to the guy you when you say you're gonna beat this guy up, i'm gonna right kill now? this guy i'll be like don't worry he's not very strong <laughs> <laughs> that's not what you say no you gotta be like let's switch roles switch roles you be the bad cop all right.
1: I'm, uh, I found some evidence in your locker that you poisoned her. So I'm going to have to shoot
0: your family. There you go. <laughs> that's that's good. That's yeah. good. And, I, and then I get you like away. I get you yeah. to leave the room. and I'm like, hey, listen, listen. He's like really crazy. And I I think I can. I think I can handle him. I think that's, that's, him me. On the door. that's me knocking on the door. <laughs> Jesus. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot his family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. We got it. <laughs> that's good. That's good. And I'd be like, listen, I can. I think I can control, but you've got to help me, man. you got to help me. Otherwise, I don't know if I can stop him from killing your family. All right. Careful on the table. Man. No. <laughs> you're going to break my table. The table's fine. I'm worried about the table. Um, it makes a lot of noise. You're slamming that thing down. Anyway, now, now who's the bad cop? You're, I, you're I, still the bad I cop. I was making good radio, and you had to fucking worry about your table. Yeah, I, you're, you're doing violence to my possessions. It's shocking that I'm a... I'm the a bad cop. Yes, you are give me that ipad i'm gonna chuck it across the room so anyway you know that that's how good cop bad cop works i'm like listen i can i think i can hold them back but you've got to help me out you got to give me something and he's like okay i killed her i killed her And it's like all right we got you i already killed his family (laughs) you're not actually a bad cop you pretend to be a bad cop.
1: oh too late though
0: (laughs) you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube on that one nope nope they are dead forever yeah (laughs) my bad yeah. I didn't understand. <laughs> that has definitely happened. You didn't wink wink actually, that, me. Actually, that actually has happened in real life, now that I think about it. I can think of examples of that actually happening, which is, of course, not fun and not funny, just awful. Okay. So, I kind of brought let's it not, down. Let's not talk let's about Let's bring that. the room down a little bit, shall we? Well,
1: let's talk about lollipops and uh, yeah. sugar plums. Sorry.
0: Sorry. At first, I thought it was funny that the notion of that happening, that I, re- that I remembered it actually happened. It's happening. only funny in this fictional world. Yes. When you murder a f- someone's family. <laughs>
1: in the fictional world. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not in the real world. Yeah. No, that's right. Wouldn't do that to Anthony Wynn or anybody like. No, of course not. Of course not. No, we're we're, actually Anthony. Thank you. You
1: did great. This is an excellent job by Anthony Wynn. One for one. It just took a while. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So five remain in this big buy in. It's the equivalent of about $250,000 buy in. 55 players played. We're at the 30K, 60K level, and the current payout is 1.1 million. First place is a lot. It's like 5.3 million, something like that. Is that right? That's
0: right. Just under.
1: Okay. Well, it's going to fold around to the bad one. Makita
0: Badzikowski. He's like, I, can, I don't leather know. Leather like, jacket bad cop. I'm yeah. playing bad Makita right now.
1: Bad Makita all day, every day. Yeah. With ace queen of hearts in the small blind. He's got 1.8 million, so he's got 30 bigs. Okay. He's going to go ahead and limp that puppy. Okay. So you think he's going for the limp raise? 30 blinds is a bit of an awkward stack for that, but I guess if the guy 4Xs it, it's probably okay.
0: I think you just shove it in. If anything, it looks a little weak when you do it, and he may, he may make, make some whack calls, you know? Yeah. If he's got ace jack, he kind of has to call, right? 30 blinds? Sucks. Yeah, but I think you have to call.
1: Probably, especially this guy, Wei Chan, in the big blind, who has 4.6 million, so he's doing pretty well. Hmm. I guess if he had ace jack, he would... I think so. At least consider calling. You probably fold days 10 though, right?
0: I don't know. It depends on uh how much Makita's shown up with uh you know re raises these you know at this size. It's just hard to have like opportunities to do that. So yeah. it's probably not that often, right? Five-handed you might we might see more of that though. You know, yeah. but still it's hard to have opportunities, you're right. You're right. Um I have to believe Makita's going for a effectively the limp jam though. Even yeah. if it's, even if it's, you know, he makes it 12 blinds, like it's still, he's jamming. Effectively, right. right. He's going to shove all flops. I think like even the like three, four, five, all spade flop. I think so. Once, once he calls you put in 40% of your stack. Yeah, I guess but you just have to shove with yeah. ace queen high where you're like often have the best hand. And maybe you can fold out. You, there's a lot of things you'd want to fold out like a random spade. Like that's, I can't really call, like the nine of spades or something.
1: How do you have the nine of spades when you call 12 big blinds? Ace
0: nine with the nine of spades? I don't know. You
1: would just jam with that hand if you were going to continue. He wouldn't call. Pre-flop. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree. Anyway, none of this matters
1: because Wei Chan in the big blind checks back. Okay. With queen of diamonds, seven of hearts. As I said, he has 4.6 million, so he has a lot of chips. Yep. 60K big blind. Okay. Pot is 180K. The flop is a a good one for Makita. Ace of spades, eight of spades, deuce of clubs. So yep. Makita's got top pair, great kicker. Wei Chen has nothing, but guess what? Shit's still going to go down.
0: Yeah, uh, this is a phenomenal hand, and it's good way, bad way. We'll see who shows up this time. Yes. Watch out, watch out for your family. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. As bad Zikowski, are you betting this, or are you hoping your opponent does the betting for you?
0: I'm probably just betting it. I imagine I'm betting this sometimes a fair amount of time when I, uh, when I miss yeah. This is a good board to bet, actually, because when we complete the small blind, clearly we can have a whole bunch of aces. I would expect our opponent is going to raise a bunch of his aces from the big blind, though. Yeah. So, like, we probably have a range advantage. We can bet very, very small, I think, and just steal this a tremendous amount of the time.
1: But there
0: are some hands you wouldn't bet on this flop, right? You can't of course. Just, so what hands would you not bet? Well, you can't bet you can't bet every time, right? So yeah. there's there's some error, but I, th- I think we're looking for any reason possible to bet. So, like, we could bet any pair. We can bet any gutter, of course, any draw. And I think we can bet a bunch of other air, but things that have some backdoor life, basically. So any big spade, maybe any reasonable spade at all, maybe anything with a fourth or three, four, or five in it. You know, I'm getting really exotic here, but I think we should be betting like most of the time on this So one. you're betting all of your aces too then? Um, probably not all of them, but I would say the vast majority. Okay. Like we shouldn't be betting all of anything, right? yeah. But But most. What do you think about all that?
1: I think... That makes some sense. I, If I'm going to have some checks, though, ace, maybe ace-queen with the queen of spades is a better check than this hand because we're not as worried about our opponent drawing out on us with a flush. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we have such a good hand that doesn't fear really anything but a spade, I feel like that's a hand that we can feel comfortable checking. You know, like if we if we want to have some strong checks in our range.
0: Yeah, that's you just fair. feel
1: like nothing's really going to scare us too much. Maybe a spade scares us a little bit, depending on if our opponent bets on the flop or not. I mean, whatever.
0: Yeah. We're never folding. Yeah. So
1: we could consider checking, but I, I would understand betting as well, which Badzikowski does. Yeah. He bets a third of the pot, 60,000. Here's where things start to get a little bit bad cop. Wei Chan calls. Again, the board, ace of spades, <laughs> eight of spades, deuce of clubs. Wei Chan has Queen of Diamonds, Seven of Hearts.
0: You know what I like about this? He has zero backdoors. Not so like, it's not like he has one backdoor. He's that's, got literally none in any formation.
1: That's the next evolution of GTO. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so I, coming back to the should Makita check a hand this strong? Uh, of course, sometimes he should, but a lot of it should just be opponent dependent, right? If you think your opponent's going to be very bluffy and sometimes, you know, just triple barrel three streets here, I think checking makes a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. But if we think there's a lot of checkbacks and stuff, then we should be betting ourselves.
1: This is a guy who's willing to call with queen seven high, so maybe we should have checked. I
0: don't know. Well, probably some of the time we should check. Yeah, but as we see, we bet and he doesn't fold anyway. So maybe we put more chum in the water by betting sometimes. You know? Okay. So
1: what are what are the possible thought processes for Chan here? Because there's we don't really know his level of play. He does have twelve and a half million in earnings. Yes, a lot of that is in a short deck, but not all of it. Some yeah. of it's
0: in uh, some of it is impressively in hold'em as okay, well. Okay. So
1: we we know. Well, you'll know soon also that he has some moves, but we're not entirely sure of his skill level, but we can assume at least he's decent. Sure. So he can't be calling because this is high enough in his distribution. No way. Queen seven with no back doors. No way. So the reason is because he just doesn't think Makita has this board enough, but you thought Makita had a range advantage here, which would mean you should not
0: ever call with a hand with no back doors and no equity. Yeah, I think this is a bad call and a bad time to be looking to steal because of that. Um, but maybe he looks at the board and thinks this, he assumes Makita is going to be raising some of his aces. Maybe he just doesn't know that Makita is, maybe Makita is limping all of his stuff. You know, maybe not. I'm not sure if it's a mixed strategy or just a full on, I'm limping my small blind strategy in this spot. Um, but maybe he looks at it and says like, well, you know, what, Makita doesn't have, Makita does, does not have eight deuce off. Like Makita's just going to fold or raise eight deuce off. He's never going to complete eight deuce off, right? You wouldn't think. I wouldn't think. So I can actually eliminate some hands. Maybe Makita doesn't even have four deuce off. He probably does, but well, I'm not the sure. Four is not a factor. Hey, at all. there's no four here. It's ace eight deuce. You're right. Yeah. Um, but I can understand looking at him being like, there aren't that many strong hands Makita can really have, right? Like he can have a few aces. I guess he can have aces up once in a while. I guess he can have eight deuce suited. That's kind of it, right? I don't know if he even has eight-deuce suited. That might be a raise or a fold. It might be. Maybe he's just limping, though, everything. Maybe. And then deciding what to do. Um, if that's true, then he can have pocket eights and pocket deuces. But maybe we're sitting in, in a way seat and thinking, like, he can't really have eights. He can't have deuces because he would have raised. He can't have a big ace because he would have raised. Maybe he has no aces because he would have raised. He can't have eight deuce. Like, it's hard to come up with strong hands if you're thinking that way anyway, with that, that thought process. So
1: why wouldn't you raise, then, if you were way Chan? If you're thinking I have way more two pair than him, I should. Wouldn't you raise with eight deuce if
0: you were Chan a lot of the time? Um, I think you would. One of the reasons not to raise yet is because a lot of time when you raise on this kind of a board, you people will uh, give you flush draws. And if if you delay your raise, it looks stronger. Yeah. That said, if we think Makita's really weak, we should probably raise right now.
1: Right. Yeah. Maybe Chan is putting together your thought process that you just described. Along with Bazikowski having flush draws in his range. Yeah. And he is going to wait to the turn and see if a, a spade comes. And if a spade doesn't come, then he can make a move.
0: I like that a lot. The the, the draw makes way more sense than a made hand. I mean, obviously, Mikita could just have a random eight. And but opt- optimally, it seems like Chen should just be folding. 150%. He should freaking throw this hand away. Let's have some backdoor equity, at least if we're going to call in position. Let's give ourselves a chance to hit like... Um, a really good spot on the turn where Makita checks. We now have a draw as well as fold equity. And you you add those things together and it makes the the bet profitable. It feels like just looking for fold equity with nothing else is rarely profitable against a player as good as Makita.
1: It seems a little bit fancy. You know, it's a little fancy play. Chan is trying to be the guy who's really hard to play against, which doesn't always translate to being the guy who's the most profitable.
0: Yep. I think that's well said. Anyway, he does call pots now 300 K. Okay. You know what else is Okay. Um, I don't think killing even a fictional character's family is okay, but I know that's what you're going to say. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. But also, so is nitrogen sports. Oh, that's a different direction than I was expecting. I know. I can't believe I went there. Whoa. You really did. I
1: promised myself I wouldn't, (laughs) but you did, man. I did. The counseling hasn't been working. I I can't stop talking about (laughs) nitrogen sports poker and it's wonderful deals. Can you tell them about it? Because I don't feel like it.
0: (laughs) You who are addicted to talking about it. I'm trying to Uh, to ease off. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, we're all going to come together. Yeah. It's sort of like doing an intervention. Circle up, circle up. Yeah. Although I feel like I'm enabling it a little bit too to talk about it now. fuck up and talk about it. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Hey, they do have wonderful deals. And by that, we mean great stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Salesman of the year. (laughs) Yes, indeed. So for example, we have our monthly poker ice tournament where they guarantee a thousand buy-ins somehow only up to 300 players are even allowed to play god only knows what they're thinking with that one yeah i know but it's great we've been doing it for years and usually we get like 200 ish players meaning there's just an amazing amount of free money in that prize pool every single time the only way to play that though if you haven't already signed up for nitrogen is to sign up using the link in the podcast description That gets you access to that, as well as other cool poker guys things that happen along the way. We have a survivor pool, an NFL survivor pool, which, you know, there's only a few of us left in that one. That's pretty sweet. I'm looking to win. Uh, Sometimes they throw money, some extra money into our fantasy sports stuff that we do. Like we have fantasy leagues, like fantasy football. They just throw some extra cash because they like us. And uh, you have to be a nitrogen person to be, you know, to, to get... You have to use money. the link, in fact. Yes, not just an extra person. That's right. You have to use the link in the description when you sign up. Thank you, Grant. See, I got you talking about it. I, it feels have good. another hit of this. Grant. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tell them about the Bitcoin only. Oh, tell them oh, about it, the withdrawal dude. times. <laughs> <laughs> now it sounds like it's no longer a drug withdrawal. It sounds like a different thing is oh, going Oh, it on. is. <laughs> yeah. I didn't sign up for this. Well... Guess where you are <laughs> in a room with me. It's a new kind of podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a Bitcoin-only poker site, which means you get your money in fast, you get your money out fast. I'm talking 90 minutes, baby. 90 minutes to get your money out, even faster to get it in. Uh, this is just days ahead of the rest of the industry. And some of those places never pay. This place always pays. They pay fast. It's great. It's a beautiful thing. They have sports betting. They have casino games. It's just the greatest thing since unsliced bread that's right i'm going back before sliced bread that's how good it is it's past sliced that's bread. that's
1: really like a nice big loaf of sourdough just unsliced yeah yeah nice thanks you're worried about your possessions and slamming around you were
0: slamming down a little bit you almost broke your glasses did you he- yeah i know it's true did you hear the banging i don't know if you guys could really hear because he was pu- keeping the mic away when he was banging but he's got this ring on and he was banging my table super loud ring first and i was just worried about like it's, little indentations it's my wedding ring okay Oh well, then you're right. Never mind. <laughs> Who I, cares? Sorry that I have a, a wife.
1: <laughs> My bad.
0: <laughs> There's no no, no dance it's on fine. the table. I'm it, really worried about the table. The table's fine. I'm checking the it's table. Cheap later. as shit anyway, but it's it, also that is fine. A lie. Oh, cheap yeah? as shit. How much do you think this table cost? 150 bucks? Eh, probably like 200. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice table for 200 bucks. All right. Anyway, the table is fine. Okay. Also, I sold
1: the bad cop, and that was the sound of the bad cop slamming you you, at the you, door. I
0: let you do it twice, but then you had to go back for a third time because like, I could tell it was fine. <laughs> you were not paying any attention. I was paying plenty of attention. You are a I'm, traitor. I have a. High, You're a poker trader. I have a high
1: EQ. I knew exactly what was going on. You don't
0: even know what EQ stands for.
1: Emotional intelligence. Fine
0: but you didn't really know <laughs> you don't know what that means anyway let's move on okay
1: let's Mikita badzkowski has gotten himself into a good situation here <laughs> does
0: anyone remember anything about this hand?
1: i'm about to tell him great he's got the ace queen which he limp pre-flop of hearts mm. ace of spades eight of spades deuce of clubs flop he he bet and he got called by queen seven off with no spades so yeah that's pretty sweet
0: by Wei chan pot's that- 300k this is a good spot for Makita, it seems.
1: Turns the four of diamonds. Sure. It's now ace eight, deuce four with two spades. Should the bads one bets?
0: Yes. I think he definitely should bet again. He bet and got called on the flop. There's a lot of hands that are going to call again, as, as well as we want to charge the draws. We don't want to give him a free card. Right. One draw came in, which is three five. Not a, not a huge concern. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, but whatever. Like we got to charge eights and aces and actually any pair. Really, and spades. We don't have any spades in our hand. Yeah, it just feels like a. We're we're near the top of our range here. We have. I mean, obviously, we can have two pair hands and stuff. We can have three five ourselves. But like, this is a very strong hand for us, right? Yeah, I think we should bet. Okay,
1: sounds good to me. Okay, Badskowski does bet one seventy five into three hundred, and guess what? Chan got. He got a non spade. So maybe it's time for the plan, right? That's true. He did get the Chan plan. Yeah, I like that. Enact the Chan plan. The Chan plan, which is to raise to five hundred twenty five k. Now, hmm. It feels like the Chan plan is entirely based on his assumptions about Makita's range, and don't really have anything to do with if he's telling a good story.
0: Um, yeah, that mostly seems right. I guess he could have three five off. Yes. that's the that's the good story, right? I mean, he could have three five of spades also. Why not? Yeah, you're right. Or suited of any type. If I if you're asking me to range him here, it feels like. Ace four that didn't raise pre possible, but you got yeah. not, you can't give him all the combos of that three, five makes perfect sense because yep. it was a cheap bet on the flop, right? Yeah. All the combos of three, he's five. getting four to one in position. He's going to call one. Yeah. Uh, and I guess maybe once in a while, some other two pair combos yeah that he waits. Is he really going to raise the turn with, with eight, four? I'm asking. I don't know.
1: I would guess he... I, I think I would if I just called the flop and hit I mean, the four on the turn. Makita
0: bets more than half pot on the
1: turn. I mean, Makita does have some aces up, but it's not...
0: A, you could raise fold a 4 You can have some raise mm. folds that are value hands. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, if Makita moves in, you're only beating a combo draw, right? Yeah. Like, that is it. Um, so maybe you can do that. Uh, okay. So maybe 8-4. And I think he could have a little bit of ace-eight and ace-deuce. Ace I think so, too. Not a lot, but
1: a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So he, he can represent some things, but is it a good idea against Badzakowski? Like, does Badzikowski just have random two-barrels here? Maybe he has some, but mostly it's going to have something to do with the board, and mostly it's going to be something pretty decent. You wouldn't expect him to bet an eight
0: again, right? Um, I think he could bet an eight again because there was no raise pre so an eight, sometimes you're just trying to tr- charge the spades instead of giving them free card. But that's
1: the only thing you're effectively doing. You're not really getting called by worse hands anymore, right? If you have like king eight, you could bet. I guess, and hope to get called by a worse age. Yeah, sure.
0: like if you have a strong kicker, I think, and maybe even any Broadway eight, like jack eight or better, you could decide to bet hoping to get called by a worse eight. Maybe. But that, that's it. I certainly think there's no more clear value here. So it's like jack eight plus, and that's admittedly thin, but jack eight plus and uh, spades, type stuff like that. Basically, yeah, that's it, right?
1: Yeah, and we're hoping the spades don't have anything else going on, or else they're probably calling or raising. You know, if if they're just naked spades like Jack three of spades, I guess that's actually a combo draw. Jack yeah, it is. Jack
0: seven of spades. It's possible Makita could have a real airy type hand, like total air on the flop, and turns a gut shot and decides to bet again because he can't check call it. Yeah, and he's like, this guy doesn't have that many strong hands. Maybe I can push him off a bad one pair or get him to fold spades or something bets again and then it's just gonna have to fold to this raise so he probably has a little bit of that but i would guess not that much because once he gets called in the flop he's probably not betting a wild amount of those like i have a four and i have a five in my hand excuse me i need a deuce yeah i've jacked five off i'm betting again like maybe a little bit but there's got to be some give ups so that's a reasonable give up spot
1: yeah I guess maybe
0: Betzkowski is going to fold some eights if he bets those eights. Yeah, I think this this handy
1: can't fold, though. Not yet. It sucks, though. Like, can't be at any value. Can't be at any value because, yeah, Chan does not have ace jack. You'd expect. Nope. Don't see how he has ace jack here. Almost ever.
0: Even if he got here with ace jack, he's not raising ace jack, right? Seems unlikely to raise ace jack here. And uh, it seems unlikely to get here. It just seems almost unfathomable he's going to check back ace jack when he has got 30 blinds, Right. right? Like, we're just going to raise and get it in, like I would think. Like, ace-seven is the ace that maybe makes the most sense that doesn't have anything else going on with it that Chan could have, and you wouldn't expect him to raise that. Nope. I would not ever expect him to raise A 7 That doesn't make any sense at all to me. So right. if he's terrible, fine. But if he's terrible, then Makita's got easy decisions, right? Yeah. So assuming he's not terrible...
1: Yeah, assuming he's not terrible... It's it's not great, but it's still a hand that's underrepped and you probably have to call. And if you know anything about Chan and you've seen him do stuff like this before, you absolutely have to call. That's correct.
0: Yeah. If we know anything about Chan, this is this becomes easier. But it's not great. Like we're still are we're really losing this stuff, but we also have outs against most of the things he could be raising here, right? Like Ace 8 has us in a lot of trouble, but doesn't have Ace8 very often for lots of reasons. We block it. Mm-hmm. He would have raised pre sometimes. He with would the raise two. on the flop sometimes. Right. There's a lot of things that eliminate Ace-8. It rem-
1: it's like down to about half a combo of Ace-8.
0: Yeah. But yeah. I suppose like 8-4 or 8-deuce suited or 4-deuce. Yeah. If he's raising those, we have outs. We have more outs against those too. Like, yeah. So it's, so it's a little bit better. So we probably, we probably just can't fold the hand this good unless you know you're up against someone who's only, who's going to, you know, pedal the nuts, as right. they
1: say. Which doesn't seem like that's this guy. It doesn't seem like it at all. So, Batskowski does call. I don't see how he can make any other decision. Yeah. Raising seems absurd, too, right? Like, you can't just shove and be
0: like, I hope you have a weaker ace or spades. A combo draw that now you fold. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. Or I guess you call with and I've got good equity. Yeah, I think think calling is the most obvious play here. It's going to suck if a spade comes off. We're just going to have to check fold, I think. Yeah. I think that's probably true. But, oh, well. Spade's not coming. Nope.
1: The pot's 1.35 million. The river is the eight of diamonds. Pairs the eight. The board is now ace of spades, eight of spades, deuce of clubs, four of diamonds, eight of diamonds. Okay. This river is, I'm going to call it a Badzikowski special because. Makita Badzikowski does some stuff that you don't see other elite pros doing, like really weird stuff. Like There's that Sam Greenwood hand that is probably the weirdest hand we've ever done, where Sam Greenwood limps with 11 blinds and ace-queen suited and ends up three-bet shoving a king-high flop with no diamonds on it, which is what he had. Um, Badzikowski is his opponent in that hand, and Badzikowski plays that flop super weird with king-nine, too, by the way. And his weirdness is overshadowed by Greenwood's, but it's indicative of, like, the Badzikowski weirdness that happens sometimes. And I think... What Pat is about to do is also that mm-hmm. a little bit because he bets, which is categorically
0: weird to start, right? It's an unusual play.
1: Yeah. He bets 200 K into 1.35 million with ace queen.
0: I mean, it seems clear what's going on, right? He's trying to get a squeeze a little bit of value out of an ace that he's afraid he's going to check back. What else could it possibly be? Right.
1: I guess that's what it is, but
0: is what aces increase? are you
1: expecting to raise the turn? Ace twos and ace four. Okay, so those specific hands, yeah. sure.
0: Those are going to check back. Is six combos each. It's like not much. Okay. And they didn't raise the flop. But or at least ace deuce. Well, the problem of course with this is like we take away, well we don't entirely. By betting only 200 actually, we don't take away ways opportunity to bluff cuz no. he could still raise us all in, right? Cuz we bet so we bet small enough cuz Chan raised to five twenty five. We're only betting two hundred. Like yeah. yeah, so actually we still give him the, the opportunity to bluff. It's a little bit more of a ballsy move to do it. Though, yeah, because right? because Makita led, but so we get to try and get value against the small stuff, and once in a while induce also. That's kind of a cool combination of things. But,
1: but we have I, to call I, I'm going to fight course. you on the get value against the small stuff. Thing. Okay, like you're targeting specifically ace deuce and ace four and nothing else.
0: Um. Maybe he decides to hero with some other stuff because spades missed a four and a deuce that he turned into a bluff on the turn. I don't know what else it could be. I mean, five, five, four, five deuce, something like that. People do that. Sometimes they take a pair and a gutter and raise. Yeah. A bad, a bad pair, specifically, which this is. The, the thing is, he doesn't have to do that. No. Now, I don't really understand mostly why people do that, but people do that, for sure. They
1: do it, but it's it's still rare. Like, you wouldn't really be putting him on too many combos of five deuce here.
0: The solver wants you to do it sometimes, yeah. for sure. Um, I would not be putting him on too many combos of that. But I'm saying, but that's another hand that at least could consider calling, like when the spades miss. But when Makita bets so small, it's like... But you could... Fo- five deuce probably has to... F- Fold, but if it does then why am i what am i talking about
1: right? uh, it's all very strange like yeah. i I don't really think i understand makita's thought process not only because of the bet but also because of what happens next because i can understand if the plan was entirely to induce right but guess what chan's going to move in and guess what makita does not have a snap decision that, that is correct. like he tanks forever before making a decision one yeah. way or the other so it wasn't like i'm betting 200k because i'm trying to get the click war response from this guy it wasn't that
0: Unless he's just doing the greatest, you know, Dan Zach move is of way all way too
1: big of a spot to, to care about that, right? He's using up time cards.
0: Right. Yeah. He doesn't have, he could, he could, he could use up one time card or almost one time card and, and like yeah. throw in a very reluctant call, pretend to, and, but they'll play on the whole time. as yeah. the snap. Yeah. Fair enough. Actually, snapping isn't bad anyway. It discourages people from making big bluffs against you. You don't hate that if people get more predictable anyway, as Miki, yeah. right? So.
1: So yeah. it's weird because it doesn't seem like his plan was to
0: induce. Nope, it does not. And
1: it's really hard to come up with hands that make sense that you're trying to eke 200K
0: out of. Maybe he thinks Wei Chan is the kind of guy who is going to raise a bad ace on the turn. Just like a random one ace hand. That means Wei Chan is really bad. Yeah. Which is unlikely. Based on his hand, and super unlikely. I agree. I agree. It's hard to come up with what's going on here from Makita's point of view. Like at least I get what Chan is doing. Actually, do I get what Chan is doing? So Chan moves all in. Yeah, we need to talk. Let's about talk that. about that. Actually,
1: I mean, Chan's repping three five,
0: or he's repping ace eight or eight four, right? Yeah, or eight deuce. Right, deuce. Those are all any eight x full house or three five is what he's repping. Absolutely. Um, if if Chan had king eight, he could potentially move in here as well. Potentially, right? Because it's like that's the next pip down from. I think this five. is a
1: bad idea by Chan, by the way, to Go try on. to rep these hands because. It feels more like an eight than an ace that Badzikowski has in his hand. Like, I could see Badzikowski having queen eight, king eight, jack eight. If, yep. if he bets a turn with those, which you kind of convinced me that he might. Um, and then deciding, like, well, an ace is just going to check back now, so I better try to
0: get a little bit of value. I mean, value. Chan's thinking is that even if he's betting those eights, he's folding those to Those are the hands he's folding to a raise, right? That's pretty fancy. You're getting fancy for trying to get Makita to fold trips here. I agree. I agree. And what if Makita has a way stronger hand than that? Not like he's got ace queen. He could yeah. have way stronger hands than this too. He could have three five. He could have aces full. Yes, he could. And he could be like, oh, I got to get some value out of yeah. you. And so I'm going to bet small because I'm afraid you're going to check back. Yeah. And you can have anything. It doesn't matter to me. I've got aces full. Right. You know, I've got eights full of aces, by the way. Also very good. Yeah. You know, whatever I have. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't love
1: this move. I mean, I understand that Makita doesn't have 8-deuce and 8-4 in his range as much as Chan does, but Makita does have full houses in his range, and he does have trip 8s in his range that I think he probably isn't going to fold too frequently because he blocks
0: what, a lot of what Chan is repping. I think you're right. Um, Chan... Does have all the strong hands, pretty much. Not ace ace, but he's got you know a lot of full houses here and three five. Yeah. He does have three five. He's got trip eights. Yeah. No, he doesn't really have trip eights because he raised the turn. Yeah, so we think he's probably not doing that no. almost almost ever with it. It's got to be a full eight. house, really. Yeah. Makita's the guy who's got more trip eights. Yeah. Maybe that's one of the reasons why Makita feels comfortable donking the river. Is just he thinks from a range point of view, like you just don't really have eights. Yeah, that's I do and you don't. So what are you supposed to do? Like how how can you you can't really do anything with that. You you can only call, basically, or fold. I guess maybe that's what's going on. Yeah. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's enough. If he knew what he if he could see that Wei Chan is capable of this, this level of craziness. Of random craziness. I by gotta the way. believe he's checking that, that river all day long mostly, right? Unless he knows that somehow this is inducing, but clearly that's not what's going on, like you said, because he's he tanks the hell out he of it he uses many, many, many time right. cards in a very big spot. Yes. Um so, yeah, but but otherwise, I think he'd just be looking to like, go ahead, put me all in. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going to have to call, obviously, because it's you. But that's doesn't seem to be what's up. So he doesn't he doesn't know that way. Chan is this nutso. All right. So we don't love Chan's move, but I mean, I admire that he's so committed to it. Yes, I will say that. And this look, it almost works anyway. Right. Like almost meaning like Makita is now tanking like he has not you know, he hasn't just like called. right. Well, away. no, that's it's not an good. auto call. That's good. But should he call? Makita? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, we can't beat anything, right? We lose to all the value, obviously. All the value. Yeah. I mean, the, we, way, the way that you have to do it against a player like this is use your distribution, I suppose. Yeah. We don't have any spades in our hand. That's really good because the spade draw missed. I like that a lot. We have...
1: I think a, a huge question Makita has to ask himself is if he has trip eights or not. If he has trip eights, it makes it more of a fold. If he doesn't have trip eights, if he's not betting eights on
0: the turn, then maybe mm. this is one of the better hands he shows That's up with. That's a good point. That's a really good point. He Maybe he can have 3-5 once in a while here. Yeah. I, I would guess he can have... If he has trip eights, maybe not very much because it isn't just betting an eight on the turns bet calling right on the turn so maybe in his mind he doesn't have any eights left he might not of course then that goes against our whole plan of like well i have eights and you don't which is why i can bet the the river right but maybe he thinks basically way way doesn't really have any eights because he raised the turn see this is what i'm talking about the makita weirdness yeah it all feels so weird it does this is a bit of a a conundrum to navigate i think it
1: kind of comes down to this if you have a decent amount of eights in your range you should fold this hand if you don't you should call
0: with this hand I think that's basically what it comes down to. Well, you can't have that many eights in your range. We know that, right? Like, we mean if he has Jack Jack eight eight plus. If he has Jack
1: eight plus, that's what twenty four combos. He can't
0: call. He can't call the raise with all of them. He can't call the raise with his worst eight. I mean, I mean, if he has a ton of aces, he can that he plays this way. What? Are you, what do you mean? If Makita also I'm has... On, I'm talking about on the turn. Oh, on the turn. Like, Jack eight's like the worst value hand he's ever going to bet. He's going to fold that to a raise then, right? you got to fold some of your value, okay, some so, of your weakest value. So if you just call only King 8 or Queen 8 and King 8? and I mean, yeah, I guess, or none of them. Like, this is what it goes back to, like yeah. you're saying. like It feels like cognitive dissonance. If we can bet the river, because our opponent doesn't have 8s, or we have more 8s than our opponent... But then we decide if we were to decide to call the server because we don't really have any eights in our range, those two things don't go together, right? It's got to be one or the other if that's what's up.
1: I kind of think I, I'm kind of formulating a theory as to Makita's play style, cool. which is different than other top players. It's very much a feel play style where he's like, he's most interested in putting himself. In positions where he then can make decisions because he's comfortable in those situations. Right. And it's not about being congruent with the rest of his play throughout the hand. He's just trying to put himself in the driver's seat where Makita feels most comfortable. Yeah. And that's what he's doing with his weird bet. That
0: makes the most sense, actually. Yeah. Like, I bet the river. You go all in. And I take time to, like, really look at you, really get a feel for you. And I'm like, you don't like this spot. I feel like you're weak and unhappy. And this is so now I can call pretty comfortably, you know, and so I'm going to have to, right? And that's what he does. He ends yeah. up calling,
1: which I guess if he doesn't have eights, which like you said, he might not have eights by the river. You have to call with his hand if you don't have eights. Yeah,
0: I think you do. Unless it's, like, a really predictable player. Of course. We're talking about someone who doesn't have to have it, yeah, right? And then you just have... It's against a guy like this. Maybe you have to call even if you do have eights. Like, now that we know what we know about Wei Chen, I think you have to call this hand regardless if you have eights or not. So you have to call with basically everything you play like this, except for pure bluffs? Uh, That is the problem, isn't it? The lead on the river makes us so different, right? Like, I guess we can have ace-jack... Here also... Ace 10. Maybe ace 10. That's about it, right? Maybe ace nine. Maybe ace nine because we figure ace nine is going to but That's the end. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we could fold like the very worst of those aces. There may be some players and maybe this is one of them where we can't fold any of our made hands. Any of our good made hands that we're going to play this way, you know? Then you should be just not tanking and wasting yes. a bunch of time extensions. Right. So that is not what's going on yeah. with Nikita. You're right. Clearly. It's an odd one. It's so weird. Makita is good. I want
1: to be clear about that. He's clearly good. He has a lot of good results against good players. I just don't think that most people are capable of playing the way Makita does. And he somehow has figured out like where he's comfortable. And that's different than where other people are comfortable.
0: I will say that. Uh, so I've been watching the series Inside the Mind of a Pro, which comes out every week mm-hmm. on YouTube. It's the Winamax YouTube channel, if you... You could really give them a, uh, a subscribe and watch this show. Like, no one's watching it, by the way. Like, no one's watching it. But it's great. Uh, a lot of the pros who they... And they do Davidi Katai They do uh, Yao Simino Is that his name? Uh, no, it's a different it's Yao. It's a different Yao. Yeah. The, the great Brazilian. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't remember his name right now. A bunch of other guys. A whole bunch of guys. Uh, Adrian Mateos. And they all... Not all. But a lot of them put themselves in these spots and then really stare at the person and look for tells... Like, they all talk about it. Now, they're all friends with each other. So, this is maybe almost a team thought process at this point, you know, if they're all talking about it all the time. But, like, Mateos will do something, be in a tough spot, and just, like, see if he can get anything off the guy. And Yao did that a lot, very successful. But these
1: guys are also really
0: good online, which is weird. They are. Makita is too. Yeah. But I'm saying, but they're, like, they're getting extra extra information. They're doing their best to use it. So, do you think if if this was played online, Badzikowski would have played the hand differently? That's a great question. Um, I sort of hope so because this is so hard to put together. Otherwise, yeah. you know, so I almost I want him to, I want him to check the river or something, do something different if they're online. Because how can you know to do this? I mean, stuff? he's obviously
1: doing something right. He does end up winning the tournament, by the way. Oh yeah, for five point three million. Chan gets second.
0: Yeah, so good for these guys. Big scores. Makita's biggest score. Yes, indeed. Makita, who's won a lot of money, but yeah, good Makita. Good Makita. Good Makita. you get getting your cheese today, Makita. Good Makita. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. You're not going to show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them outside. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the crown. and going to be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it.